no one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. The Chargers are a marvel. Like, yeah, the way that they hoodwink people like you into thinking they're good every single year. Okay, fine. You you bet them to win the Super Bowl last year, also. So let's not let's not pretend like you. Yeah, but I warned you all of last year that you were going to fall for it again. Don't do it, and you did. Okay, fine. Guilty as charged. The only team (laughs) with fewer wins than them in the AFC is the Patriots. They have the same number of wins as the Titans and the Giants. Like, they are so much better than that. And that was a competitive football game against a team that I think is really good. I'm not sitting here saying that they're a great team or that they're a contender. They clearly aren't. But I still don't believe that they're in some sort of, like, need to tear it down. They're that far away from being good. Like, Give them a new coach, give them a reset, give them a little bit of injury luck. And I, I I still think that there's reason to be optimistic for like the 17 Chargers fans that actually exist. I think Brandon Staley should be fired tonight. I don't think they have anything to lose by firing him. They're four and seven. They pretty much have to win out and then keep their fingers crossed that they get help. They need a spark or they need a change to attempt to salvage this season which they probably won't, but look at what's happened with Buffalo's offense. Look at what the Steelers got today. Look at how the Raiders have played with Antonio Pierce. So I would do that immediately. I don't think uh, Kellen Moore has done a great job as offensive coordinator, but I'd like to see him audition for the head coaching job over the next few weeks, see how that looks. Uh, And a couple other things, their stars continue to let them down with – uh, mistakes, turnovers, Eckler fumble. Allen was great, but he had a fumble. Herbert was really good at times, but had a fumble. That just keeps happening to these guys. And what what also was stuck in my head watching the game was if they had drafted Zay yep. Flowers instead of Johnston, how much yep. better they'd look. They'd have two uh, pass catchers who get open constantly in Allen and Flowers and that would really spell trouble for defenses who matched up against them. So maybe their GM should be on the hot seat too, Telesco, who's been there forever. And if they fire and if they hire Belichick, that guy will probably lose his job. But I've talked to people there, Danny, who don't think they'll hire Belichick because the Spanos family has been so cheap on things. You go back to Marty Schottenheimer's, the last quote, big name coach they've had. Since then, it's been North Turner, Mike McCoy, Anthony Lynn, Brandon Staley and there's real fear among the 17 Chargers fans that you mentioned that they're going to go with another nondescript guy when they fire Brandon Staley. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Listen, I'm so mad at Bill Belichick. I don't think you want him. Guy can't beat Tommy DeVito coming out of a bye. It's despicable. It's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. 
Uh, I loved Zay Flowers taking that rushing touchdown in at the end of the game. Like the the Quentin Johnston, uh, Zay Flowers angle was something I was thinking about as well. Spencer points out they could have also had Jordan Addison, but obviously the but Johnston and uh, Flowers were just back-to-back picks, one pick apart, and they clearly made the wrong choice. So I know the I know it's like oh you know act like you've been there before just go down the game the game's over f that man he's a rookie he wants to put up his numbers he needs to get paid and it's a statement that they drafted the wrong guy I thought Flowers had an amazing game I was happy for him uh, to have his coming out party and um, the Ravens they're unbelievable they just every year. They come out with a great defense, and then they also, Lamar, they had the Sunday Night Football classic stat, although it was weird hearing Jason Garrett say it instead of Chris Collinsworth, where they had all of the like snap-to-throw next-gen stat times. Third fastest snap-to-release game ever for for Lamar. He is adapting, and as we predicted earlier in the year, getting better in the new system as the year goes on with the quick game stuff. They're very, very dangerous. Still feels like they're a weapon away from being explosive offensively, uh, especially with the Mark Andrews injury. But they're in a wide open AFC. I believe they absolutely could come out of it. In the year of the defense, they are the number one defense and they flashed all those numbers that even compare in some ways uh, uh, measure up favorably to the 2000 Ravens, which is crazy. Uh, to say out loud, especially in this day and age in the NFL, which which is supposed to be skewed offense. They've led after three quarters in every game. Uh, the 2007 Patriots didn't even do that, uh, but they found a way to lose three, including one to my Steelers. Um, I thought if Justin Tucker, that missed field goal on fourth and one, if they lose the game, you come back and you think about that. Why didn't they go for it? They, they could have kicked a field goal at depth. Death. That was a really dumb field goal, though. It was. You just think Tucker's automatic. He missed it. But, but, but going up six. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't like it either. Um. So, yeah, I mean, they're still in contention here for the number one overall seed. And they've got a defense right now that is setting all kinds of records. All right, let's get to the games. Uh, Bills and Eagles, arguably the game of the year. We could do a full 45-minute post-game pod on that game alone. What was your top takeaway? That Hurts didn't look healthy to me. Probably looked from an injury end of things as bad as I uh, have seen him this year. And I thought as I was watching that game, uh, trying to get my uh, thoughts together for the podcast, I'm like, if they lose and if it looks this way, I'm going to come on the air and say that I don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to be healthy enough for the Eagles to make it back to the Super Bowl. But the dude grinded it out. He made monster plays. The touchdown he threw to Zacchaeus on third and long reminded me of the Alabama touchdown from Saturday against Auburn where you know I just thought, what are the odds that this play is actually going to happen? And he fit it into the perfect spot there. So, uh, and Jason Kelsey's block on his overtime touchdown run, just that dude is an ageless wonder who's going to end up in Canton one day. Uh, they trailed at halftime in four straight games, and they have found ways to win those games. Double digits to the Chiefs and Bills. And because of who they played against, you know, there might be some teams that if they were doing this against the m- mediocre teams or dregs of the NFL, I'd want to dock Philly. 
But because they've been able to come back and beat the Chiefs and Bills and haven't looked great in the process, I don't want to ding them for it. I actually want to give them more credit. So they earned a lot of my respect. You know, I've looked at Philly as maybe a team that's not as good as their record all year. Now I'm starting to come around to the fact that they just find a way to win games and they're doing it against great teams or talented teams. Yeah, talented teams. I don't think the Bills are a great team. Um, I don't think Philly is as good as their record. I, I mean, again, we saw them get torched through the air. And I still think their pass defense is vulnerable. I think Detroit would put up huge numbers against them. It might it might be a loss. It might be a loss. Uh, but I think that they would score a ton of points against them. That game would be a shootout. And I would bet San Francisco against them comfortably. Well, uh, I think well, San- you're going to get a chance to do that in seven days because that's that's next week. And by the way, the line's already out. The game's in Philly and San Francisco's favored by two points. Yeah, that is a hammer spot for me on on San Francisco. Um, Josh Allen in that game, how many people in the world could have played that football game today? I thought he was incredible. Like, I feel like Lamar could have done that. Um, maybe Hurts could have done it on a more vintage Jalen Hurts passing game. But the level of playmaking and improvisation and leading the team in rushing and throwing for 340 yards and the conversions and the off-scheduled throws and the power, I just, I thought he played such an incredible game, overcoming drops, yeah, but he had the turnover that got Philadelphia back into it. It was a terrible interception. I, I I know, but he's asked to do everything for them, man. And he basically did. I don't know. I, he To me, he, he played a game today where, where he lost. And it was kind of like the 13-second game against Kansas City where he scored and then there was nothing else that he could have done. And he, he gets the loss. And in the QB wins or like or, or wins a quarterback stat level of analysis that sometimes happens, oh, this is a loss for Josh Allen in a big game on a big stage. And he played more than good enough to win. I thought he was incredibly impressive today. And it might not matter because they're on the outside looking in for the AFC playoffs. But that Josh Allen is a guy that nobody wants to see in the playoffs. Well, yeah, I I, I agree with that last point. I mean, if they were the seven seed, they would be in a, a dangerous, probably the most dangerous seven seed since they went to this format with the teams that we've seen that have backdoored their way in. Um, but they didn't have any margin for error. And so I have a hard time giving Josh Allen plaudits because he got them into this spot. You know, if they had, if their record was seven and three and they lost, then I think you could come away from this game thinking you didn't win, but you gave Philadelphia everything they could handle at home. That's a championship type. Oh, he's deserved. He's deserved some of the criticism he's gotten this year. I'm just saying today in this game, in that spot, he was incredible. But what I'm saying is that the Bills, by by getting themselves into this spot, they don't have room for moral victories or for patting guys on the back for individual efforts anymore. 
that time has come and gone. You know, if this game were in September, I think I would have been in the mood to do exactly what you did or what you said. But they they left themselves the impossible dilemma of pretty much having to come close to winning out against a ridiculously hard schedule. So, like, I think I watch this game and I, I will give them more of a chance in some of these tough matchups in the last few weeks. But I I, I feel, again, like they, their season ended on the turf in Philadelphia tonight. And it, they have it, no one to might, blame might I guess, I guess you, sure. You're, you're talking about a team thing. I think I'm talking about an individual thing where, like, when we rank the top quarterbacks in the world and, like, whose best is best, Josh Allen's best is pretty damn incredible. 